Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to the Curious, curious Anarchy, Anarchy podcast. podcast. Today, today, I'm joined, I'm joined by my daddy, by my daddy, Jermaine, May, and, and co-host, co-host Mark. Mark. I'm Shiloh. I'm Shiloh. And this is Curious and the Game News. And the Game News. Well done, Shiloh. That was brilliant. Woo! 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 And say good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Yep. And good evening. Good That's how you. Wow! All right. High five. Yeah. High five with me as well. That was brilliant. <laughs> and again. Well done, Shiloh. Well done. Awesome. That's a great start, Shiloh. I love that. Yeah. This is beautiful. Okay. This so boy is have, brilliant. This boy um, is brilliant. We, he certainly is. We have, uh, don't press that. <laughs> 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 He's looking at the button, finish recording. He's pointing his finger at it. No. We're not wait, done yet, Shiloh. Wait, we're not done just yet. We haven't even got started yet. Okay. So here we go. Thank you so much, Shiloh, for that wonderful and amazing opening. That was that was super, super amazing, wasn't it? That boy is on fire. Yeah. All right. So today, um, I, I I was on Clubhouse and uh, I was in a room, and they uh, some news came up in the room about a Tory MP um, that has been stabbed at his constituency surgery in. Somewhere in Essex. They burn him um, on Crouch. Yeah, but but Leon. Uh, uh, sorry, Leon C. Leon C. That, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Leon yeah, C. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it it makes me think. Why is this not more known about? Why why are people not coming out in uproar about this? Well, I think they will. I think they will. I think, first of all, Jermaine, we, we need to explain to our listening audience that today we're going to do what we did when we very first started doing our podcast, which was we're just going to freestyle having a discussion. There's no proper agenda. There's no proper time. We're just going to freestyle talking about how we used to. We were just amble through the conversation thinking about out loud our thoughts. And... Um, First of all, you know, we've got to observe the fact that he passed away from the stabbing. He's, he's died from the stabbing. Oh, he died. Okay. Yeah, um, which is terrible. Um, and for me, it raises a bigger question, which is, in our society today, why is it acceptable for people to be carrying knives and using knives, carrying guns and using guns? I don't quite understand the thinking of people that think they should leave their house doing it. Now, I understand when I work with young kids from schools that some of them did it because they felt they were going to be attacked, so they had a weapon to protect themselves. Right. But I've, I was always taught, Jermaine, that if you carry a weapon, you're far more likely to die from someone knowing you. Like if you had a gun, someone's yeah. more likely to shoot you than they are to just hit you in the face sort of thing, yeah. because they think, oh, I can't trust this guy. He might have something up his back and he might shoot me. So I, I just don't understand the society particularly one in the UK where people are generally prone not to be overly uh, physical like that. Mm. Um, I don't quite understand the mentality that thinks it's okay to leave your house with a weapon. Now, the problem with having a weapon on you is that if someone stands on your foot at a bus stop and you have it in your pocket, you are likely to do something stupid you would not have done if you didn't have it. You didn't have it, yeah. 
and, and also and there, is, there is something to it about how when you carry you also increase the the risk of it being used on you as well exactly. well that's what i'm trying to say that's what i was trying to say earlier but there's mm. another doing this side when i worked in uh, proves um and and the, 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 there's two victims in this there's mm-hmm. the victim of the people that the, the person who stabbed in their family and mm-hmm. then there's the victim of the family of the person doing it who have to mm-hmm. live with that person then spending their rest of their life or you know a portion of their life in prison mm-hmm. so it ruins two families one little action in one second ruins two families yeah Right, so so we have to sort of understand, try and understand, get our head around the concept that some people think it's okay a to have a weapon and b to use it in the first place. And so far, from what I've seen, they haven't identified anything other than this person being a man and having been radicalized online. So the, the, there is the the terrorist outfit. Um, I mean. Investigating this at the moment. So we need to remember that when it happened to the the Labour MP Joe. Yep, uh, Joe Con. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Mark. Are you there? Oh, can you, you're back. Can you hear me? I'm yeah, here. Can you? I I, I missed yeah, you for the last like three seconds. <laughs> and you've gone again. I'm not sure if you can hear me, but hopefully you can. I can hear you now. So, um, yeah, so that was very much someone angry with the policies of Labour and who was a right-winger who had been um, indoctrinated online. And th- this right. sounds like it's the complete converse of that, where yeah. someone on the other side is... And, and like I, I understand being angry and I understand having an argument with MPs, but I don't understand how it put develops into you stabbing them because that to me takes it to a level of you know it takes it to a level that is way beyond what what, but, what but there's no presence no. In, in the body there's no presence in the physical body if, if that's right but it's, a, it's not a situation where you're walking into let's say a football match and people are carrying weapon it's not that situation it's a situation where you're going to a place where people sit down and talk to their MP. Yeah. <laughs> understand the thing even even as you even say that because it was in in the surgery apparently yeah, um, yeah. In a church, right? Yes. So, you know, and he yeah. was from a Roman Catholic background. I'm not sure what kind of church it was, but either way, it's, he's doing his job, um, ultimately. Uh, yes. Welcome back. We had a little interruption there. Um, I don't even remember where we were. But we were <laughs> talking about. No, I don't either, to be honest. Um, the the impact and the uh, the messaging or non-messaging around support around these ideas. Um, this 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 person. Um, you said that he's he's died now. Um, David Sir David Ames, I believe. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and. Um, the the gentleman apparently had been radicalized um online so there's all sorts of i haven't heard that part of it yet but i mean i'm sure yeah. it's, probably right. it's probably right yeah the yeah um so the, the counter-terrorism department are actually investigating this um okay. so this is um resonant of what you were talking about there before with 
the previous um, uh, Joe Cox um, that you mentioned again it was yeah. a similar sort of sounding story um, behind so, the person that perpetrated it so what they're doing is they're going to places where MPs will hold a session and obviously the MPs are in a vulnerable position because they're sitting there waiting to take the public mm-hmm. and uh, literally anyone can walk through the door you know and, and there is no security there's no bouncers or anything mm-hmm. I'm sure a drug dealer has far more protection than a, an MP sitting in a, a constitutional surgery um, I wouldn't like that but I mean I'm just saying I'm sure that you know the, the they don't afford anything because they assume in a lot of the rural areas of the UK, or a lot of sort of places like in the north and in, in, in Essex, they assume that we're still living in 1950s Britain, where you can leave your door open and things like that. And it's it's just a failure to move with the modern world, which seems to be going much more towards wanton violence in a way that we thought we dis- had disappeared years ago, yeah. because we, in theory, we live in a civilized. Uh, developed world now. But this is the theory. This, this this theme has been here that the the now um, what's now being what we're now being presented with is this idea of of radicalization and this this idea of radicalization online especially is like it could be absolutely anything. So we've had flare ups like the incel kind of movement that that's taken place mm. um, we've had um incidences in uh, america where there were difficulties between or conflicts between fighting even um between black and well, asian that, communities but, but um, let's take a step back a minute jermaine because to me there's a bigger picture here that we're kind of not really addressing and we probably need to because it's not simply about the fact we know people become um, radicalized quite easily, especially yeah, young people. susceptible to radicalization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but there's a bigger picture. If we if we look at an example like Afghanistan, what happened in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. The the fact that the Western forces had been in Afghanistan for twenty years and then withdrew so rapidly showed a, a, a vacuum of of authority and a vacuum of morality. It was literally get out quick, and that was all they were concerned about. They left people there, their own people. They left people they promised there. Did the guy, um, the gentleman who had the animals, did he manage to get back? He got back with some of the animals. I don't think all his staff managed to get back, which is quite interesting. And they had to find other ways out of the country and to come back. I don't know if that's been achieved or not. Wow. Um, but, what, but what I'm trying to say to you is, to me, like for example, if we take something like George Floyd, now yeah. I don't want to get I don't want to get into the politics of it, but what I want to get into is the fact that society did not see it as a like like you know the way I would do it is in, if you talk to people in the sixties, the shock of President Kennedy dying was unheard of. It was just nothing like it, and then Martin Luther King, you know, the assassination of people like that in a modern world. Was was un- unknown. It was it was literally in every paper and discussion for months, if not years, afterwards. Yeah, even now, to, up to today. Right, but we're not having that with these kind of things. The modern the modern day things, we're not having that. You know, we could talk about um, the thing we we spoke about on here a couple of weeks ago with the Sarah Evard case. You know, these mm. these are shocking 
shocking behaviours, mm-hmm. and they should be they should be highlighted to the point that we don't want a society like that. But what we're actually is happening is that, in a way, we have a ambiguous response to these things, and that's where the problem lies. Because, for example, if, the thing with Afghanistan, pe- people in in Afghanistan and in the and the east there will, can turn around and quite rightly say. Where's your morality now? Where's your civilization now that you claim that you were bringing? Where is it? Mm-hmm. And then the same thing here. Where is it here? Like, so you see a policeman kneeling on a man's neck. And I'm going to say, just for the record, it wouldn't matter who the person was. It really didn't matter if they were the biggest, uh, whatever person in the world, or, or uh, uh, you know, the, the worst person you can think of. We, that's not what the police are employed to do. The fact that, there was ambiguity about how to respond to it. To me, it's just—I mean, I just don't understand. Mm. You know, you have to—you have to think of it as a as a all of these things. You have to think of them as a as an image to young people. For sure, for sure. Right. And, so what and we also, t- also as well as you kind of tapping into that that image to young people, and I think that we've been particularly socialized um, into the idea of being anti-police um, from the off. Um, so when we then come into scenarios where we're talking about what the police have done, we're already coming at it from like right. th- there's which a is whole fair. culture. And which I think is fair what, what it is, what it is, is I think there's a whole culture that allows that to take place. But, but Jermaine, the problem, the problem with what you're saying, them, the problem with what you're them, saying, it's society on mass. Yeah, but the problem with what you're saying are in our societies. Yeah, but the problem with what you're saying is, in theory, we were trying to move away from those things. That's the whole point was to change the agenda of of discussions like that. So if we say, for example, everyone who's got green hair hates the police, the police should then go out of their way to make sure that, to people with green hair that, that they're not as bad as you think they are and they're actually trying to be more even-handed and level-handed and, and, and moral about the way they do things. Mm-hmm. And then in one fell swoop, if suddenly a police officer was kneeling on the neck of a person with green hair, we'd be looking at each other going, how can this be allowed to happen? And secondly, right. how can how can half of society defend it? Right, right, right. That, that's, that, yeah. So, so all I'm saying to you is, where is, why is there, why is there right now, and I'm saying this to you as a parent, because you're a parent, and I'm talking to parents out around the world, why is there a vacuum of morality around the world? Now, people can always say, well, it's because civilization, civilization is falling apart and because, you know, people are all out. It's not that. It's, it's, it's this weird, like, really contrived, really fragmented, like, culture of, like, differences. And, or, yes, like, yes. How, how, how do you as a, okay, so not you personally, but... You can say me personally, I don't general. mind. Right, so you say you're some right-wing fascist, right? I mean, you can't say that about me, but you could have said <laughs> me. <laughs> right, okay. So use whatever the extreme is, right? How do you advocate for violence and, and you know, um, uh, harm and abuse and, like, that kind of thing? And if you're on the left, how do you advocate for the same, but on the other side? It, well, like, let, let, let's break it we're, we're human. We're all one. We're all supposed exactly. to be one. But, but, but let's break it down a little bit because I was recently watching... In um, I was recently watching a, uh, a film or a video of, of the radicalism of the 70s 
you know, with mm-hmm. Martin Luther King and all that, and the and the and the sort of Black Panthers and all sorts of things like that, football hooliganism, and, and there was a lot of there was a lot of um, serious political thought, and and people genuinely felt they could change the world. And if we contrast that to what happened at Capitol Hill in January, yeah, just to let you know, we've got a minute left. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if you compare it to that, I mean, that was such a, that clearly wasn't going to change the world. It clearly wasn't going to change anything about the order of things. It wasn't even going to change the election. But people felt it was okay to do that. Right. And that's what I'm questioning is, is why is there no red card or, or red flag to alert people that this is too far? This isn't serving your cause and isn't helping anything. Why and then on top like of that, in regards to the insurrection thing, there was the whole thing where there were certain people in the in in the police force that were linked to it. Right, but okay, but again, you're taking it to a different place. I'm just saying generally, why in a previous societies it would have been every the society would have united and said this this is would a step too far. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. I don't understand why that's yeah. not happening. I can't understand why that's not happening now. That's the thing I'm saying to you. I don't understand why there is no... And, and that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter who... Like, to wish death upon anybody because right, exactly. they are opposing to your ideas. And it doesn't matter whether you're left-wing, right-wing, centre, wherever you fit into the political spectrum field of ideology and philosophy or wherever it is that you sit in that in that framework. Um, like, to wish death on anybody that doesn't agree with you is well, just... A- you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, there used to be an argument that people used to say uh, violence is the part of society where conversation and debate fails. Yeah. And the, clearly this is the case, because if you can't put your point across with the validity and the morality of what you're saying, mm. you know, it's, it's, it, it depraves your argument to then start using violence, because it, it's force, it's might rather than right. Right. Yeah, right. And 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 so we look around and we say, young people today. I mean, a lot of them are uh, fighting each other on the street with knives. And why are we surprised if this is what our leaders of society are doing? You know, the very very people who should have the moral code. We spoke about the other day about how the government has no morality about people standing down if they've made a mistake or done something wrong or been bullies. And yet today. We're looking at why are people taking the law into their own hands, and that's probably linked. You know, those two those two positions are probably linked somewhere. I would certainly, certainly uh, think that they possibly are. Um, definitely, is it's, so. I'm going to leave you with a question. I'm going to leave you with a question. Go on, quickly. Please. If you're some, if you're someone's a little bit older, and he said, "Why is society like this, Daddy?" What would you say to him? Wow, society is such a broad spectrum of people. It's not just one type of people. Um, and those people, they form groups under ideologies, generally speaking. So whether it's family or whatever social groups um, and relationships, however you build and develop those relationships, that's how you kind of generally experience the world. And those filters that you pick up through those experiences, through those relationships, is how you project onto the world and how you see the world. Um, The idea for me, for you, my dear Shiloh, would be to be as balanced and as centered as possible. 
and that's in regards to anybody else's ideas and how they might feel about you. Um, so yeah, that's something like that. <laughs> is, is what I do. you know? It's 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 a um, and I would literally if he if he was you know maybe a couple of years older and he asked me that asked me that question I would say yeah I would give him that kind of answer. Okay, well that's a re- that's a reasonable answer. And what, how, what if he said how do we go about making people nicer? What would you say then? Be the person that you want to be in the world. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like that answer. That's a nice answer. Like, I think we could probably we could probably finish on that because that, that's a quite nice answer. Boom. Mic drop. Curious Anarchy, we are out for today. Thank you all so much for joining <laughs> us. Shiloh isn't actually with me. It was actually wonderful to do this kind of off-the-cuff thing where I'm kind of thinking, oh, shit, like I'm going to need to like rush off because Shiloh's going to get picked up any moment now. Um, great idea to actually do this, by the way, Mark. Um, well, I, I just think today we should we, we, we should we needed to do it to not to honor anything like the person who, who got stabbed to death, but be, because it's 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 a statement in our society about yeah that people you know we, we we need to mark that we can't just allow it to pass mm. without any comment. Mm. Mm. But Absolutely. equally, I'm not I'm not going to suddenly say to everyone to start voting Tory because obviously that's not where my heart lies. But I, I'm saying to me, it's like. This is a symptom of the lack of leadership mm. across the world. Across the world, you know, the, the, the generally speaking, across the world, there is a lack of leadership uh, for people to make moral judgments for the right, for to doing the right thing. Sort of and, thing. and to be, uh, what's it? Uh, what's it? Judge Dredd, law, judge and jury. Yeah, judge, judge and jury. jury. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And to take the law into their own hands. And, and if we don't want children to be stabbing each other in. In, just because of what what uh, what letter what's on their letters when someone posts them a letter, mm. um, we we need to have adults not behaving like this. Like you know, I'm talking about senior citizens of society, you know the, the the people who have, you know, a 25 year old years ago would have had three kids, you know, they, they would have a family and settled down. So the yeah. fact that at 23 he, or 25 he's he's deciding to do this to me is a lack of moral fiber. Mm. Anyway, that's how I see it. But I mean, all I know is we need to have a better, nicer world. And and I know enough people that feel like that. I just don't quite understand why they are in the shadows and the people who are, for want of a better word, doing the nastiness are in the spotlight. It just seems upside down to me. Totally bizarre. You know, like, you know, I'm going to finish it by saying, you know, that scene in The Matrix where he's offered the blue pill or the red pill? Yeah. It's like I missed out on the bit where there was a, a yellow and a green pill. And if you take the yellow pill, you become a nasty, horrible person that hurts people and it tries to be vindictive. And, and everyone seems to have taken that. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, lots of ideas around like psychology and, and collective um, <laughs> like hive mind theories and stuff anyway we'll leave that there thank you all so much for tuning in to Curious Anarchy Podcast this has been Curious Muse today once again with myself Mark uh, and myself Jermaine and Shiloh who isn't in the room at the moment but it's Shiloh been has left the building it, it, it was absolutely awesome so if you are listening to this go back and check it out again because um, it was awesome uh Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.